For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. One Triangle School District is taking steps to address its bus driver shortage, which now include more money in their paychecks. WRAL's Naya Hard will break down the proposed changes, and the administration wants more information on that solution. And some clouds are rolling across the area this morning. So far, we're not seeing any showers. I'll show you how much sunshine we'll see through the day. And this is a live look at RDU this morning where big changes are coming this week, which airline is making Raleigh one of its main hubs. But no need to fly away to warmer weather because we are going to get it today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to your Wednesday. I'm Renee Chu. And I'm Jeff Hogan. We have had a nice stretch so far this week. Mm -hmm. Yesterday was just gorgeous. Today, lining up pretty well. Yeah. Now, Elizabeth Gardner of the WRO Severe Weather Center with a look at the radar. Pretty clear. Yeah, things are looking okay right now. We do have some showers that have shown up up near the Virginia line. Couldn't completely rule out a sprinkle for us this morning, but for the most part, we will end up staying dry. And yes, it was really warm yesterday. We hit 70 degrees officially at RDU. Here we are this morning. You can see the bulk of any showers are really up near the Virginia line or um, into Virginia, but that does mean, you know, around Roxborough, Clarksville, South Hill, you can see a quick little sprinkle this morning. Most of us will see partly cloudy skies for it today. The farther north you are, the better chance that it'll be a little grayer today. You can see this band of clouds that kind of swings through our northern counties, but for the most part, we'll call it partly cloudy. It's not going to be a cloudy day today, per se. Um, we are looking at some cloud cover increasing for us tomorrow as our next front comes through that will bring us some rain Thursday night and Friday. Here's a look at Chapel Hill. All quiet out there this morning. 53 degrees. It is warm. We have a strong southerly flow helping to bring more warmth up into the area, so it's definitely a warm start for us this morning, and it will be even warmer this afternoon than yesterday. We'll climb to 70s by lunchtime and keep it in the mid-70s for this afternoon with a breezy south wind under partly cloudy skies. We'll get out and enjoy it. It'll be nice. Daylight hours tomorrow stay dry, but then after that, the rain sets in. I'll show you the timeline coming up. This morning, students at Michigan State University are waking up in shock and still reeling from the tragic loss of three students killed during a mass shooting. New video this morning shows the flowers and candles that have been placed throughout the entire campus. The rock and the Spartan statue on the grounds of campus have quickly become memorials. A vigil at that rock is planned for later today. Campus life has come to a halt as classes and all activities have been canceled for the rest of the week. Just over 24 hours ago, a gunman shot and killed three students and injured five others before killing himself. The three students killed were identified as Brian Frazier, Ariel Anderson, and Alexandria Verner. Vigils were held in several Michigan towns overnight as communities mourn the loss of the three students. At a vigil to remember Alexandria Verner, hundreds gathered at her high school alma mater in the Detroit suburb of Clawson. They say she was known there for her athletic prowess and leadership abilities. She's also remembered for her kindness. Alex was uh, the epitome of a high school student athlete. She was the best we have. Um, she is going to be dearly missed. A piece of our community is gone um, with Al. 
Why the gunman targeted MSU is still unknown. He was not a student nor an employee on campus. Authorities say 43-year-old Anthony McRae may have been planning more attacks. They say a note found in his pocket made reference to two schools in New Jersey. Today we'll learn more about how one triangle school district is addressing ongoing school bus driver shortage issues. Chapel Hill Carborough City School System approved the highest pay rate in the triangle for bus drivers, which is now $20 an hour. WRL's Naya Harden joins us with details on that pay rate hike and what other changes could be coming soon as well. Naya, good morning. Good morning, Jeff. Well, a lot of thought went into this pay bump, and now it could shift what other school districts end up doing. Take a look at this, showing you what other school systems already have in place. Right now, we know that, again, Chapel Hill Carborough Schools will have that $20 per hour for their drivers. Durham Public Schools starting at $18.13 an hour right now, and Wake County Schools at $17.20 an hour. Chapel Hill Carborough Schools says only two days were fully covered this school year. Board members say this will help keep children in school. I think transportation has changed. It's more expensive than it ever has been, and I think we just need to acknowledge it and really pay for it. For me, it's the lost instructional hours. And we're, we're constantly hearing us speak about closing gaps. But if they're not in school, you know, we're not closing any gaps that way. The board also recommended changes to the elementary bell schedule as well as transportation to the magnet schools. All of this will be heard first through public hearings. We're expecting to learn more about that later on today, and we'll pass that information along to you. Nia Harden, WRL News in Chapel Hill. An initiative starts today to reach young people with a call against gun violence through art. Durham Public Schools is teaming up with the Sheriff's Office for the State of Urgency play. The Drama Department at Hillside High School will perform the play today through Sunday. Students from schools across the county will attend. After the play, Sheriff Clarence Burkhead will have a conversation with students about what they learned. The first performance is this morning at 1030. This comes one week after a shooting killed a Hillside High School student and injured another. Granville County is getting feedback from parents and the community about putting metal detectors in elementary schools. They currently use walkthrough detectors in all secondary schools. They're used to screen students and visitors, and they are already used at sporting events. Saturday night, WRL is going on the record to look at the effect guns in schools and recent lockdowns are having on children and what some districts are doing or not doing in response to the recent incidents. Watch on the record Saturday at 7. New this morning, the death toll from the earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria has risen over 41,000. Nine days after the massive earthquake, rescuers are still miraculously finding people alive under the rubble. A team of rescuers pulled a 77-year-old woman out alive last night after she had been buried for 212 hours. She's one of at least nine people who were rescued yesterday. More attention is now being shifted to helping people struggling without shelter and food in the bitter cold. Give you a live look right now out at RDU Airport this morning where some big changes are coming to Terminal 1. Airport officials plan to speak today about Avello Airlines' expansion into Terminal 1. The airline is making RDU one of its five bases across the country. The move will create more than 50 jobs at the airport. The airline will officially relocate to the terminal tomorrow and it'll join Southwest and Spirit Airlines in that terminal. 
A North Carolina lawmaker says the state will investigate how Nash County's Department of Social Services handled reports of abuse involving an eight-year-old girl. That child, Crystal Lane, died last week. Her grandmother, Patricia Ricks, is accused of beating her to death. WRL has learned back in December, Ricks was reported to Nash Social Services for child abuse after her granddaughter went to school badly beaten. The Nash County School District says investigators visited campus several times, but Lane was not removed from her grandmother's custody. Meanwhile, we're hearing from a family member for the first time who told us she cannot believe what her cousin is accused of doing. She was an um, easygoing person, soft-spoken, and always smiling. I, I, it's hard to believe. In this case, uh, it is apparent that the child should have been removed from the house based on the seriousness of the abuse. Johnson also questioned why the child was not removed from the home. The state DHHS told WRAL that they do hold local social service offices accountable, despite saying days earlier that they only offer technical support and resources to counties and not investigate them. The White House reassures Americans there is no need to panic after three unidentified objects were shot down over the weekend. We are sharing as much information as we can, uh, as uh, as possible, uh, and but we do want to make sure that the Americans, uh, American people, understand that uh, there's no need to panic. According to officials, the president took action because the objects were flying low. Military jets were called in to shoot them down. The objects went down off Alaska's coast, Canada, and Lake Huron in Michigan. We still don't know what the objects are or where they came from. And so far, officials say no private companies or research institutes have claimed ownership. This morning, we're getting a better idea of how much it costs to shoot down those unidentified objects. An Air Force spokesperson says it cost at least $2.5 million. That's not counting the bill for scrambling the fighter jets. The missiles alone cost half a million dollars, and at least five missiles were fired. For each mission, the Air Force says more than one fighter jet was scrambled. The cost of flying an F-22 fighter jet for just one hour is more than $85,000. We're coming up on 440 right now, and two guns found on two separate school campuses. The charges parents could face if their child is caught with a weapon on school property. Plus, another hazmat situation causes evacuations, this time in Arizona. What we know about the crash that led to hazardous materials spilling onto a highway. And we take a live look outside Fayetteville this morning. It's going to be warm today. We could see some raindrops. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner will break down which areas have a chance for those showers. From the WRAL Severe Weather Center, North Carolina's most experienced team of meteorologists. It is 443, taking a look at around our area. It's 44 in Rocky Mount, 53 in Durham, 48 in Fayetteville. So we a wide range in our temperatures this morning, 40s and 50s, but it's definitely a mild start this morning. Our normal morning lows are still in the mid to upper 30s. So we've been warm and it stays warm. Some cloud cover out there for us this morning, but it's not going to stick around all day. We'll see partly cloudy skies for the bulk of the day. And as the sun comes up, we'll definitely see some sunshine peeking through. Temperatures again, upper 40s, low 50s. It's very mild out there. So walking the dog, you might need a jacket. You, you may not really, depending on where you're headed. And look how fast it warms up for us today. We're looking at 70s already at lunchtime. If you're walking the dog at 5 o'clock, it's still 70. Great day to get outside as we stay dry through the day.
North Carolina has more than a billion dollars of unclaimed property, and the state is making it easy to find out if some of that money is yours. We're talking about the state's Department of State Treasurer Unclaimed Property Funds. This is money that the law requires to be turned over to the state when a business or other entity can't find the person who it belongs to. Now, to see if you have money, you can search your name on the website on your screen. We're looking into the consequences for parents when their children take guns to school after incidents at two separate local schools involving guns brought on campus. In North Carolina, you're only subject to misdemeanor charges if the minor is in your household and commits some type of crime with the gun. On Tuesday, investigators charged Ayanna Sneed with storing a firearm in a way that was accessible to a minor. Authorities say her son brought a gun to Wendell Middle to show to classmates. Back in December, Seth Lannerman Schneider faced similar charges for failing to properly store a gun after a 12-year-old shot a gun inside a classroom at Fairview Middle School. Families with children in these schools worry for their safety. The parents and the uh, schools need to do a better job with this gun thing because it's really getting out of hand. Yeah, what, what is it going to take for people to do the right thing? Right? Is it an incentive or is it, you know, a violation of the law and making it a felony? Family, uh, currently, there is a proposal for a bill that would launch a two-year statewide firearm safe storage awareness initiative to educate the public about importance of safe storage of guns and facilities distribution of gun locks. A group of senators is trying to keep help keep safe kids uh, kids safe, I should say, on social media. The Senate Judiciary Committee is looking at the best ways to protect kids and teens from online predators and human trafficking. They're also looking at safeguarding kids' personal data and protect their mental health. Missouri Senator John Hawley introduced the newest pair of bills aimed at protecting youth online. One proposing 16, the minimum age for using social media at all. The effect of these platforms on kids, especially younger kids and frankly, especially young women, is highly detrimental to their mental health, to their personal sense of self and well-being. Currently, user age is 13 to be on chat, Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, or Facebook. The hearing comes after the CDC released a troubling report this week showing 57% of teen girls in America feel persistently sad or hopeless, and nearly a third indicated they've considered suicide. Officials investigating the toxic train disaster in Ohio are reviewing videos of the train prior to it derailing. The train carrying hazardous materials derailed on East Palestine, Ohio, on February 3rd. The people there had to evacuate, and more than 200 homes have been tested and cleared. The National Transportation Safety Board says one video they're reviewing shows what appears to be a wheel bearing overheating just moments before that derailment. Investigators say it could take months to figure out what caused the disaster. Another hazmat situation, this time in Arizona. Residents in areas of Tucson were told to shelter in place or evacuate Tuesday after a crash caused nitric acid to leak out of a truck. The driver of that truck died in the crash. Due to the serious nature of the spill, officials are not sure when the road will reopen. People living and working within a mile of this are being asked to keep any heating or air conditioning units off so that they do not bring the outside air inside their homes. 
Weather-wise here, couldn't get enough of yesterday. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center. Can we dial up another one today? We're going to dial up another one today and really another one tomorrow too. We'll see increasing clouds for tomorrow, but we're not likely to see rain until maybe closer to midnight Thursday night. Then Friday looks a little wetter. I'm showing dual Doppler 5000 radar because there is a little disturbance that's swinging by right now. It's bringing a couple of sprinkles up uh, into Virginia. It's not likely to affect the bulk of our viewing area. And as the sun comes up, you'll see some breaks in the clouds. So it'll be partly cloudy today. There will likely be a few periods from time to time where we see some cloud cover, especially up near the Virginia line. Notice Roxborough and South Hill at 9 o'clock seeing just a quick little sprinkle. But for the most part, the bulk of us will see partly cloudy skies today. More sunshine, warmer temperatures, um, really some very uh, unseasonable conditions for us. Here's Futurecast at 5 p.m. and 6 p.m. So right now we're dealing with a little bit of cloud cover out there, but we're not going to be cloudy all day. It's warm out there, 53 degrees. Our current temperature will potentially drop into the mid-40s in a few spots this morning, but we climb all the way to 70 degrees by lunchtime. Here's a look at our next front. This is a, a weak system that's cruising across uh, just east of the Mississippi Valley right now. That's going to fizzle out. That's going to send a few clouds our way, but we're not likely to see rain out of this. The next system is taking shape back here to the west. As it swings eastward, it will form a low along the Gulf Coast, and that's what's going to come through to help to bring us some rain. That will start on Thursday night and continue into Friday. We also have much colder air behind this. You can see how warm it is right now. Temperatures well above normal along the Mississippi Valley and east, but then once you get closer to the Rockies, colder than normal temperatures, and we will see that cold air marching eastward with that front that's across the Rockies right now. We're going to start to feel the chill in the air on Friday afternoon and Saturday, but then very quickly more warm air surges back into the area. So take a look at this. Uh, kind of a crazy temperature profile here. 55 is our normal high. 75 for today, 76 for Thursday. Friday, 64, but don't let that mislead you. That's going to happen the first part of the day. Friday afternoon will feel like Saturday at 53, but just that quickly, we bounce back up to 64 on Sunday. Pollen is going up with a temperature of 70 yesterday and a couple more days in the 70s this week. The tree pollen has already started to climb. I'm not sure if anybody's seeing that yellow tree pollen yet, that pine pollen. I haven't seen it yet but it's probably close to us. All right, on Friday, we have rain and cooler temperatures. Fan Fest in downtown Raleigh. It's Friday. We're going to walk through the temperature for that coming up as well as the temperature for the game on Saturday, the stadium series. And then looking ahead into next week, we're nice and dry and warm again. Happy hour could soon include alcoholic beverages. We will hear from local restaurant workers on how this could boost business. Plus, Ted Lasso will make its way back onto the small screen soon. We'll tell you when the new season comes out and the new day the episodes will air. It's been about 40 years, but very soon, happy hour in North Carolina could include alcoholic beverages. These deals have been banned in North Carolina since the 1980s to help reduce binge drinking and drunk driving. That logic is why some people are opposed to the idea of drink specials for a limited time each day. Meanwhile, some lawmakers say it is time to catch up with the times. WRL stopped by a local bar to see what they thought. If there was a happy hour for drinks and also the along with the specials that are for the day also, then it's like it's like two in one. A similar bill was proposed during the last legislative session, but it didn't pass. Under current law, happy hour only includes food and alcoholic deals have to run all day. 
Another Spider-Man coming to theaters and a Grammy-winning musician gets a new job in merchandising. Ashley Dvorkin has all the latest from the Hollywood Nation. Ted Lasso gets a date, 50 Cent signs a new deal, and Spidey gets another adventure in the Hollywood Nation. Tom Holland is not done web-slinging. In an interview with Entertainment Weekly, Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige confirmed that a fourth Spider-Man film is in the works, with Holland reprising his role as Peter Parker. Curtis 50 Cent Jackson expands his empire. The multi-hyphenate rapper and actor signed a non-exclusive multi-project broadcast direct deal with Fox Entertainment. He will develop scripted dramas, live action comedies, and animated series through his production company G-Unit Film and Television. Pharrell Williams is teaming up with an iconic fashion house. The 13-time Grammy-winning music artist and producer has been named Louis Vuitton's new men's creative director. His first collection with the French luxury brand will be revealed in June during Men's Fashion Week in Paris. Your marriage is the business of this country. Today's First Looks delivers more romance for Bridgerton fans. Netflix announced the premiere date and released the trailer to Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story. The prequel series will center on Charlotte's rise to power and her marriage to King George. It premieres May 4th. Ooh, yeah. Also revealing a release date and first teaser, Apple TV Plus's Ted Lasso Season 3 dropped a clip showing the cast making their own Believe signs and revealed the sports comedy will return March 15th. If seeing is believing, I believe we've been seen. <laughs> Looking forward to that. It is 4.56. Rescuers in Turkey and Syria continue to find earthquake survivors nine days after the disaster. Coming up, details on a fundraiser run here in the Triangle today that will help with relief efforts. Plus, vigils held overnight to honor the people killed and injured in the mass shooting at Michigan State University. We hear from those who knew the students. And taking a live look outside at Rocky Mount this morning. It's going to feel like spring today. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner will let us know how warm it will get this afternoon in just a few minutes. So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts, so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Ch -ch 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 
Chumba. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.